I met Pope Francis yesterday in the Vatican, briefly. I said, Holy Father, I have a comedy podcast, Up Too Late. He took my name tag in his hand, looked at it, and said, Where can I listen? C'est la vie! Except Satan and his minions, this is Up Too Late, and I'm your host, Teresa Zoe Williams. School recently started here, and I was reminiscing about my school days. I was a really weird middle schooler, like most of us are. One weekend, I decided to change my name every half hour. Every half hour. And male names were not off limits. Really kept my parents and friends on their toes for a couple days. I also used to wear my hair in cornrows or plates a lot. My hair is really thick, so it used to take hours. Thank goodness for my mom, MTV, and those multicolored braces bands. I also used to tape every appearance Hanson made on television. I'm pretty sure I have the 1998 MTV Music Awards on VHS somewhere. If only I still had a VHS player. Or like, if those were even made anymore. Anyway, I also had my first crush in middle school. Besides Zach Hansen, there was this boy in my class named, well, we'll call him M. And one time he commented that I had gotten a little sun on my face and my freckles stood out. I don't have freckles, by the way. But then I was smitten. We pretty much never talked after that. Oh, young love. Welcome to the show! Tonight's drink of the day is Theraflu. Because I'm sick. (laughs) Pinky's out, everyone. There's been some interesting stuff going on in the Catholic world this week. I read a headline that said a priest was struggling with his three jobs due to the pandemic. All priests have three jobs, right? To be priest, prophet, and king. You know, it's hard to minister as priest when you have to social distance. And it's hard to be prophet when the future is already told. I see more quarantines coming. And it's hard to be king when coronavirus already wears the crown. Corona means crown. In other news, there's a push to ban killer robots that got a boost from the Vatican and from the Pope. More like Vatican, am I right? (laughs) Sorry, that one was just so dumb. I have to laugh at it. (laughs) Oh, okay. How about... There are some rumors circulating that Pope Francis will resign. And what's behind those rumors? 
Well, generally shady news outlets. <laughs> what happens when the Pope receives a head of state? He knows the mafia has put him on notice. <laughs> but um. This week's dramatic reading of scripture comes to us from the Gospel according to St. Mark, chapter 5, verses 35 to 43. While he was still speaking, people from the synagogue official's house arrived and said, Your daughter has died! Why trouble the teacher any longer? Disregarding the message that was reported, Jesus said to the synagogue official, Do not be afraid, just have faith. Easy for a guy without kids to say. Jesus did not allow anyone to accompany him inside except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. The terrible three. When they arrived at the house of the synagogue official, he caught sight of a commotion, people weeping and wailing loudly. I'm very pleased that it says people and not women here because men can be even more dramatic than women. Just check Twitter. So Jesus went in and said to them, Why this commotion and weeping? The child is not dead, but asleep. And they ridiculed him. Never a good idea to ridicule God, FYI, just in case you were thinking about it. Then Jesus put them all out. He took along the child's father and mother and those who were with him and entered the room where the child was. He took the child by the hand and said to her, Talitha kurum, which means, Little girl, I say to you, arise. So much in so few words. English really is the worst language. Anyway, the girl, a child of twelve, her age is important because twelve-year-olds can be big weirdos, but even they are worthy of love and redemption. The girl arose immediately and walked around. At that, they were utterly astounded. Serves them right. Jesus gave strict orders that no one should know this and said that she should be given something to eat. I too get hungry as soon as I wake up. And that's why I eat breakfast, like, immediately upon waking. The end. It's time for another edition of Hashtag AltCatholicProgramming. This first idea comes to us from at Matt underscore K007. Catholic bros, I'm looking at you, Marshall Gordon Brothers and Patrick Coffin, have to spend two weeks with a BIPOC family and see how they fare. Ten bucks says Coffin will dig himself another grave and the others will find ways to make it all about themselves. How about this fun idea from at Andy Shaggy Cordy, an obstacle course game show hosted by St. Paul and St. Francis Xavier. It's like American Ninja Warrior, except Catholic. So there will be lots of guilt when you do better than your opponents. Okay, how about this one from at Tau Power? 
a BBC or Masterpiece Theater style miniseries about Venerable Baraga and another about Servant of God, Augustin Galitzin. I had to look both of these people up, and both were originally from Europe and came to America to serve. Honestly, with the state of the American Catholic Church right now, we could use some more people to straighten us out. God deliver us. Okay, here's another one from at Matt underscore K007. A show following adults at a Catholic VBS in the style of the illustrious 90s kids show, Salute Your Shorts. Camp Jesus Christ, behold the sacred heart, and when we think about you, your love you do impart. <laughs> no farts here. Finally, I don't remember who this idea came from, but it's a good one, so I had to share it. If this is you, tag yourself in the comments. Let me know who you are. I will give you attribution. But here's the idea. What weird Catholic Twitter controversy do people know about? So two contestants who are on Twitter have to square off with a Catholic who's not on Twitter. The player loses when they name a weird Catholic Twitter issue that a non-Twitter Catholic has heard of. Challenging, because we really do live in our own bubble over there. Sometimes we forget that like there's a bigger world and not everyone knows the whatever has happened today, whatever the discourse is. God save us from that, too. And that's it for another edition of Hashtag Alt Catholic Programming. Use that hashtag and send your ideas to me, at Teresa Zoe. This week, I present to you the top 10 colors. Coming in at number 10 is pink. If my daughter knew that I put her favorite color so low, she'd have a fit. But it's just so in your face. I am woman, hear me roar. It's the color of, apparently, of girls and of Pepto-Bismol. Yay! Okay, at number nine is yellow, the color of sun and pea. Number eight is the color red. This was my mom's favorite color, so it had to go on the list. It is the color of the blood of Christ, too, though, but I can't stand needles. Coming in at number seven is maroon, kind of like red's cooler cousin. It's more interesting, less popular, and dark, like my soul. Moving on, at number six is black. I'll stop wearing black when they make a darker color. Black like the dark night of the soul. Coming in at number five is indigo. Probably the coolest of all colors and the most unusual. Its name also sounds like Inigo, like Inigo Montoya and Ignatius of Loyola. Hey, that almost rhymed. <laughs> Okay, at number four, my lucky number, is the color I wear the most, gray. It looks so good on me, I can't explain it. Something having to do with winter colors and my complexion, I don't know. All I know is that I look great, and so I'm going to continue wearing it. Rounding out the top three is the color of Mary, blue. It's also the color of the sky, the ocean, and bruises. At number two is orange. 
It's so in your face and unafraid to be different. Oh, it's totally my favorite second, my second favorite color. <laughs> oh, I just love it so much. I trip over my own words. But last but not least, coming in at number one, the best color of all is purple. Duh! As if you didn't see that coming. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> and that is your top ten, folks. Alright, this week's Weird Saint of the Week is Venerable Antonietta Mayo, a little six-year-old who died of cancer. She is the youngest to-be saint ever canonized who is not a martyr. So there were kids that are as young as her who were martyred who we've canonized or have put on the path to sainthood, but no one who is not a martyr. So she must be pretty spectacular and pretty weird. Antonietta had osteosarcoma and had to have her leg amputated. Because she wanted to still play with all the other kids and give glory to God, she was fitted with a heavy prosthetic leg. Tiny Girlfriend is called a mystic because of the extraordinary letters she wrote about and to Jesus. She wrote things like, Help me, grant me your grace, and give me back my leg. If you don't want to, then may your will be done. I'm an adult, like a real bona fide adult, and I would have trouble praying that prayer sincerely. But girlfriend was like five and six and just popping it out like, like it's nothing. She was so sincere and so devout. She also wrote, Dear Jesus, I love you very much. I want to abandon myself in your hands. I want to abandon myself in your arms. Do with me what you want. Help me with your grace. You help me, since without your grace, I am nothing. Remember, she was only five when she was diagnosed with cancer and six when she died. I didn't have spiritual revelations like this until I was in my 20s. Antonietta was able to receive the sacraments of baptism, first reconciliation, confirmation, first communion, and last rites before she died. And thank goodness, with a spirituality like that, she shouldn't be denied any sacraments. Whew. After she did die, her mother had a vision of Antonietta in a glorified state, assuring her that she is in heaven. Venerable Antonietta Mayo is celebrated on July 3rd. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Up Too Late. This is a Grexley podcast. Check out this one and others worth your time at grexley.com. You can always find me on Twitter at Teresa Zoe and on Instagram and Facebook at Teresa Zoe Williams. Check out my website, TeresaZoeWilliams.com, to keep up with all that's happening in my world. And if you like this show and what I do, please consider becoming a Zoe Astrian at patreon.com slash Teresa Zoe. God bless and keep you. Sleep well and have sweet dreams. May your guardian angel be close at hand and Mama Mary wrap you in her mantle. Go to sleep!